you're going to pretend like you haven't been charged with anything. Perfect. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you think that's the best route? Well, I think so, because I technically haven't been charged with any crime, so. Oh, no? Okay. But No, I've been, I've been fined and charged, but they're not real. Like, they'll never stand in court. Thanks for having a Lock to the Launchpad podcast. This is a platform for free speech and a place for people to speak freely. I have Matt on the program. He's owner of the Pub House, and we're going to be talking about how you reluctantly had to put passports into place. We're going to get all into that and go through kind of the emotions because there's definitely a lot of animosity, I find, going from the person, let's say, that does not have their vaccine passport and then you having to enforce something and, and them thinking that obviously maybe you're behind it. I, I guess that would be tops on your head, right? Correct. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So I'm like an unvaccinated guy myself. I put it out there. No one's come knocking down my door yet. Yes. And yes. when I'm going through this whole thing, I'm personally having a lot of animosity towards people that have passports like the truckers kind of did what I wanted the restaurant tours to do, which is say like, you know what, we're all not going to do this and we're going to stay open, but everyone comes from a different background. You guys are looking at severe penalties for staying open. Now, if you were to defy, what are they looking to nail you with in regards to fines? Well, the latest was possible um, arresting and um, brought in brought to a medical center for a, for a medical review. So I'm really not sure what that means. Not, not many restaurants received that letter. Right. Um, but I mean, you know, the typical fines, we've received a couple thousand dollars in fines and um, just a lot, a lot of scare tactic stuff really is what it is. I think fine. I think, I think in, in the last letter we received from them, it was up to no more than $5,000 a day to operate against the i believe it was the section 22 is what they said that we were closed down from okay simple max uh, mask mandate they they <clears throat> they didn't like that we have employees that are uh exempted you know whether it's a disability exemption or whatever the exemption is i'm not allowed to question that i just have to you know i have to be there to to make sure the workplace is safe for all employees and the disagreement with the health unit was there and that's where the big the big chattel came okay so I don't, are, do we, on fire do we want to get, do, now, okay, so we just started with that. Now, I, that was just like, a, I wanted to warm you up a little bit. You're okay yeah. talking about that kind of stuff. Sure. Yeah, so that's it, because that's kind of like part of your ongoing thing, though, right? So, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Right, we'll trend okay, yeah. right, so I, like, I, see, I want the dirt, believe me, but I also want to make sure I'm we not gotta, fucking up your we shit. We're going to start this over. Like, we're we're going to start this over. Okay. And just, we have to really just try and focus on uh, like, um, yeah, yes, pretending that that didn't happen yet. We can talk okay. about the mass, man. You can talk about how we can get yep. into the mass. That's not a big deal. Yep. Uh, but as far as like, you know, all the charges that you're facing and stuff like, we'll try to stay away. <clears throat> We're going to pretend like you haven't been charged with anything. Perfect. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you think that's the best route? Well, I think so because I technically haven't been charged with any crime. So Oh no. Okay. But no, I've been, I've been fined and charged, but they're not real. Like they'll never stand in court. Okay. But you haven't, I don't, know, but, fuck it, I don't even care, man. Let's just, you know what, whatever, let's just go, let's roll with it. I don't even give a shit. Are you sure? I don't know. I, not, <laughs> I didn't fucking care. That's my problem. 
we're uh, I mean, okay. we're, we're even tonight like we we wrote we wrote we said we sent in our new policy based on what they want us to do right and they still came back with well what are you going to do about your exempted employees and it's like well i guess fucking fire them i i, I don't know what else to do you know like we said you know it, it's so silly all right so hold on since we're going to keep this in is that you have employees that have medical exemptions for not wearing masks legally you are not allowed to question that yeah. okay that request yeah. and so you don't and then you got in trouble for for doing that i got i got told that i can fire the employee right I, that was the, that was the guidance they gave me and 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 they wanted to know the reason of exemption and i just said listen this is this is where you're treading on ground where i'm liable now all right right so basically the policy we sent says these are your rules this is your policy if i get charged you're responsible do you agree because it's 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 silly right right? it's i've had a similar situation i do dog sitting and i use a third party app sometimes and they were upset with me that apparently i wasn't telling people that i was unvaccinated before they come into my house right and i said if they were really all that concerned number one they can ask and then number two i can do whatever i want with that information and i do a podcast anyways telling people all around right. the world that I don't, so it's not that big of a deal. Uh, right. But there was a lot of prejudice there. And I, I told them, and this is kind of what ended the correspondence was, I'm not sure if you're aware because it's a global company, but here in Canada that I'm opening, I'm opening myself up to liability by asking people whether or not you know they're vaccinated. So if I don't 100%. have a problem with it, they shouldn't have a problem with it. So let's rewind this a little bit. You're a father, you have five children? Correct, yeah. Okay, five kids. So when it comes to just like closing the doors, that's not a very easy thing to do. And it's a wild thing when we're talking about, you know, public safety, then you're also thinking about making money, right? About keeping food in your family's mouths and and a roof over the head. Now, we'll just do full disclosure. You challenge the, the narrative. I challenge the narrative as well. So it's a little bit more a difficult pill to swallow uh, when you don't necessarily believe what's happening. And that is now. Now, let's go to the beginning. Okay, let's start at the beginning. We we hear about COVID. Everyone's getting locked down. There's a lot of frustration as being a business owner. And then we start coming around to these vaccine passports. You start hearing that you might have to ask people for their papers before they come to your restaurant. What are the thoughts in your head then? Um, No. No, right. I'm, I'm, I, I reached out to legal guidance and, and said, can I do that? And I was instructed, no, you can't, you know, it's, it, you, you can't do that. You know, under the bill of rights, you know, the people, the freedom, freedom of people's health is, is if they, if someone chooses to express that with you, that's fine. That's not something you could ask for. So I, I knew that that was I knew something was up that they were they were trying to put businesses in that position um I was super uncomfortable not gonna lie mm-hmm. I think I, I think I, I think I did a Facebook post and I said I would never ask for that stuff mm-hmm. we won't segregate you know we're all human at the end of the day you know uh vaccinated or not and then closer to the date when we had to ask for passes we actually just ended up shutting the uh, dining room down right so you didn't have to deal with it yeah now, at what point did you open and you did have to ask? Uh, we started to, we had a lot of people coming to us. Um, 
and asking and we i gotta be careful what i'm saying here until the next time we can carry this on but right we, no, okay let me rephrase at one point sorry at one point you reopen and you're mm -hmm. asking for passports correct right okay and now correct. what did that feel like to you i'm uh, sure did you have friends that you had to say no to every, yeah it went, it went against every moral fiber right in my body i'm not gonna lie and not not just that it was i didn't want to be i didn't want to place my staff in that uncomfortable position where they're liable as well mm -hmm. so i was very clear with the staff on this but there was staff that had to make money and there was staff that said i don't mind i'll do it i'm comfortable you know so we and you know we had told the health department that if something goes up, like we, you know, who's liable for this kind of stuff. They're just, they're so lost too. like the amount of information that they don't know, even on, on the stuff they're doing. Like, I really don't think that they know what they're doing is against the law. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, you know what? I, I, I really I, don't think they know. Yeah. I, I wonder as well. I, I think there's a lot of people, obviously they're just carrying out orders, right? Just like restaurateurs yeah. are yeah. following what they yeah. believe is, is the right path. I mean, at least to yeah. stay open, if you're closed, you're really fucked. So right. we started, we, we started, uh, we got asked to do a couple of private functions for, I won't say what, what arm of what it was, but it was large corporate event stuff. These people were gladly to police their own vaccination and come to us with that. They basically just ensured us everything was good to go. Headcounts were done. And we knew based on the criteria of who these people were and what they did, that they were there, mm -hmm. um, you know, so we started we did a couple of large private events for them because they were not allowed to do that in their in their kind of um neck of the woods right so it started there and then we opened up a few days a week to invite patrons to come in that you know vaccinated patrons with their families that that are still also supporters of the pub okay now you know? what about the people that would show up and and didn't i, I, I like what is the feeling like for you, because I'm going to speak on behalf of just like my end, I would not be able to go to your restaurant when they were enforcing passports. So and it I was did, really difficult. It was really difficult for me to be able to say, okay, like that's a business and they're being scared. It shouldn't even be put on them to begin with. Right. So for the person that came to your place mm -hmm. that was asked for a passport and maybe was turned away, what do you want to say to that person right now? Come back Friday, I'm going to wrap my entire patio with a, with some sort of tarpage. I'll put a couple of salamander heaters in there. I'll put a live music artist in there and I'll make it up to you. I apologize. Yeah. The worst, now, thing, the worst, the worst thing you can do when, when especially during this time when every restaurant was, was being starved, because that's what, that's what it is. It was mm -hmm. starving every business, essentially, to turn away a customer, and especially a patron that's a supporter of what you do. You know, we 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 gave away as many deals, but I, I we we legitimately wrapped our our entire patio with army tarps, and you know, like I I even tried to have barbecue in there. I cranked the barbecue to like seven hundred degrees, and right, we ended up melting melting a large portion of one of the tarps. But uh, yeah, people came; they still came. They came in their winters, and they sat out there at minus thirty, and we just laughed about how crazy this whole thing was. And, like keep in mind, I can't eat in my own restaurant up until now. Right. Wow. So I can That's work crazy. it. Right. You know, the science says it's okay for me to be a bartender and work it, but to bring my kids into my own restaurant was illegal. 
Yeah, that's the the crazy stuff. I remember yeah. when I first heard how it was going to work to where, you know, I'm I'm not going to be able to attend my own trade show that I put on. And right. yet there's a restaurant that's open to where you can have an unvaccinated hostess, yeah. uh, an unvaccinated server, yeah. an unvaccinated cook, yeah. and they can bring your food to you. And that's no problem whatsoever, but I can't yeah. sit down there. Right. I mean, yeah. hence how all the greatest memes of our generation started. <laughs> right. I, I, well, I think that's what made it more difficult for everybody involved, right? Is that yeah. the, the owners taking on a responsibility that they shouldn't have to. And the government didn't want to put it solely on themselves because that's a lot of heat, right? So let you guys well, take they, the brunt of it. And I think yeah, they do yeah. know that they're going to be open to liability later on. The people potentially well, that put some well, of these I things into play. Whether they know or not, regardless, they they played the part. So they are open for it. I mean, you can see how this worked. It got passed from federal. It got to provincial, from provincial to county, county to city. There's nobody taking, there's no, there was no liability shield at all. Mm -hmm. You know, and right. then once, you know, you give someone enough rope, I guess, to hang themselves. But for us, it, it was it's funny at first when you think back at it, but it's so ridiculous because it makes no sense. And that's, you know, that's the hardest part of it is because the ridiculousness of it is is how, you know, we live in a country where you, you know, you have God-given rights to earn, to you have the God-given rights to, to feed your family. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's it feels pretty disgusting <clears throat> when you right. can't when you're when you can't do that when you have to look at your staff and, and say i'm sorry I, I have to work your shift there's just no money mm -hmm. you know but you have the politicians on the other side saying we got you canada la, 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 as they do best you know and then they you know it's it's like anybody of any restaurant here or any any business that was applying for these grants and stuff they'll tell you the maze that you had to yeah, you know, you had to go through just to just to get any sort of supplements and stuff like that. So, yeah, well, there's a lot of different dynamics, right? So you have yeah. a family of five, and then you hear a lot of this, like I have a family of five, and then that somehow trumps like a family of one, or no. you know, there's a, a dual income household opposed to a single income household. It could even just come down to your politics based on how afraid are you of COVID? Do you think right. it's this serious or don't? And then right. all the different varying levels of severity, like we had the first round, which was obviously a little bit more dangerous than the second. And then, you know, Omicron comes out and we're pretty much told like, listen, this is a godsend to where this is a gateway for us to be able to get out of the pandemic. And we're still messing around with this stuff. So <laughs> there must be, somebody must be making money. <laughs> I think is what it comes down to. I mean, listen, we, I'll tell you what, we, it's, it's taught us to learn to love everybody, even those we disagree with. Mm -hmm. That's I for sure. I think we could definitely use a couple more lessons in that. Mm -hmm. um, I think the convoy was was big on that as well in regards to, uh, like, I'm just going to throw this out there. I'm not going to pretend like this is my first show. Media does not portray things as, as, they, as they are all the they time. Never, all the time. Never, not, well, sometimes, yeah, they sometimes they get it right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> usually, always, usually more the fun. weather, usually more the weather. Um, but I think what was eye opening for individuals, whether you agree with the convoy or not, I don't care. I really don't. And it's gone now. But for people that did make the effort to leave their armchair, right, or their couch at home and get out 
from in front of that black box and see yeah. it for themselves. Yeah. And then just to see how it was reported on. Those right. are two completely different things. Whatever your politics might be, they, without question, those are two completely different things. Uh, and the only decent reporting I saw on it was when they were live during the last day. And anyways, just to say is that it did open some people's eyes in regards to what media really is. And right. unfortunately, not being able to watch something that is supposed to inform us unbiasedly, it, it had right. a failure in doing so. And so but you're this, talking, you're talking lifetimes of conditioning to break here. Like this is, you know, it's not an overnight thing and the convoy is over, but I think the movement has just begun because right. you're absolutely right. You could have, you, you can have people experienced, you know, people that seen it on TV and agreed with it showed up down there. And, you know, I went down there a couple of times and I seen people be like mind blown, you know, in mm -hmm. tears because it, it was the polar opposite, you know, you've got, mm -hmm. you've got beautiful native, you know, uh, women smudging downtown, <laughs> downtown smells like sage yeah. and falafels. Like, you know, you have the chic brotherhood, like I, they came up to my kids and my wife and I, and they, they fed us. And then their little guys like took out these hot pouches and like shoved them in our gloves to warm our hands. Right. You know, it was unity beyond belief. And, you know, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm a different religion now somehow. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's very togetherness. I yeah. found the light. <laughs> All right. So let, let's get back. Let's get back to the restaurant. Okay. Yeah. So you're 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 enforcing the passports. What would you say now that you have a little bit of a better feel since we've gone through this reopening now? Like COVID's disappeared temporarily. Hopefully for good, you know, to where we don't have still not open yet. We still have a few things to iron out with oh, our okay. friends. Okay. At the, at the health but uh, other, I mean, the staff is excited. There's a new motivation. Today we went in there and I said, you know what, guys, we've lost so much. It's almost like we're starting over a brand new company, mm -hmm. but at least we have four years of experience and we know what to do if we start losing. Right. So it was, it was a pretty awesome day. We, uh, we sat with the staff. We, we got, we went through the menu stuff, you know, so it's, it's interesting. It's like, you're starting back at square one but with the knowledge of what you've learned since you've opened your company been through probably one of the worst things that it could have possibly went through right and your your team is still standing there with you so it's it, right. I, I, to be honest with you i'm excited well what did you learn what was your number one takeaway um to put others first hmm. honestly i mean they, they, there's there's a big reason why I feel that way, but I've, uh, I, I don't know. I, 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 I've completely changed mentally through this whole thing. And I truly believe for the better, I feel stronger spiritually and mentally than I ever have. So yeah, to put people first is what I've learned that we're all people. Yeah. Your eyes are moving around a lot. Is there someone that you're thinking about in particular or a specific moment that maybe it kind of just dawned on you how important that was it's my wife yeah <laughs> but uh yeah it's it's yeah i don't know yeah talk to me i i, I hope i hope we i hope i hope people got what I, I you know i'm a true believer of everything happens for a reason i truly feel the reason it happened for us and our family and our team 
And I, I really hope through all the pain, the suffering everyone went through that they, that they, there's some sort of light there for everybody. And that they, that they're, that they're getting, you know, what I seem to have picked up on. If that makes any sense. Right. So was that, I'm just going to keep on digging. <laughs> Don't dig it, dig. <laughs> putting your wife first. Is that who you're speaking about in putting, particular? Putting, yeah. And my team. Right. Yeah. Okay. So maybe you were a little bit more of a, an order giver before yeah. and okay. Yeah. yeah. So putting your emotion on your sleeve. Yeah, you were what telling is, me that you cry. You cry now. <laughs> I, I hope I you don't mind me. Yeah, <laughs> you don't mind telling everyone. Yeah, so Matt's a crybaby now. <laughs> but I mean, it, it's unlocked some emotion in you. Like it's really, it's new. It's overwhelming, and it, it, I, I, think I have gone through that myself. Yeah. It's unlocked. I think the best corner that my perhaps my soul was hiding from me, mm -hmm. for sure. Right. You know, and it, it's it's a lot of happiness. You know, we we. We try to ignore the last two years as best as we can. We go into work, you know, we just because everything really sucked, you know what I mean? And then when these truckers came through, it just it brought a, that it brought back that Canadian spirit, that energy, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and, and we and you know, there's there's gonna be lots of stuff that have there are a lot of walls that have to be taken down. And you know, the you know, what what I seen happen on February 18th in Ottawa with the with what they did to the people what they did to the the veterans like that's that'll that destroyed me you know what i mean mm -hmm. but you know that will never be forgotten and i'm hoping i'm hoping that the good energy that this 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 convoy created can reach the hearts of the people that even may not realize how beautiful the thing it really was right because it, it you know it gave people like me hope again yeah, some extra, some extra yeah, fuel in the tank. Yeah, on the side of the highway at minus thirty-five, you know, with with all the kids and everything, and it was disgustingly freezing, and we couldn't be happier to be anywhere else. You know what I mean? Right. You know, if I could, I'd let every business owner that reluctantly had to put passports into place on the show because of this exact conversation that we're having. It's obvious that you know you're a loving guy. Uh, you evolve through this process. You try to make everybody happy and here you are having to put this passport into place and there's people out there that maybe don't know you and i know there's definitely uh, a strong freedom push right now but sometimes that freedom push gets extreme and the fact that you just didn't stand up and say f to the whole system uh, right. to where there's going to be some people that don't want to have anything to do with you right I because still might. i don't know <laughs> right but you never know even though you did everything possible within your power to try to we wanted to be as diplomatic as we could while still respecting our team and our moral beliefs. Right. So, so when is your opening date? Uh, we're waiting to hear back. I'm hoping if they tell me that we're good to go for tomorrow, I'm hoping we'll, we'll probably open Thursday, hopefully. Really? Oh, wow. And, and then, uh, uh, go so ahead. What do people want to check out at the pub house, bro? You do these great commercials, by the way. Right. Uh, you know, these one take commercials that it's like straight out of the 80s. Some of them. I love them. It's uh, the wrestling one was one of my favorites. You definitely got to check out the Facebook page uh, just to see some of those alone. They're, they're classic. We got a, We got a set of wings getting painted at the front entrance that people can stand in front of. And it says freedom. So they're inspired by obviously the truckers. Right. Uh, you want to come check out our pizza. And when we get live music going, we we got the best. 
Yeah. We've got the best. Not that not, you know, we just we just care to have it sound the best, and that that makes the difference for the space for the space, right? Yeah. And of course, you come hang out, have you know, just the the atmosphere and the vibe. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Well, yeah. you, know, you set a good vibe right here. And do you do you worry? Just you know, I want to kind of get some closing thoughts here, to where one day, you know, we're back in a in a similar position, you know, and and what what would you do differently? the next time around than what you did this past time oh i've already got that plan we're, we're already taking that road anyway um oh, okay i would uh probably probably leave canada yeah okay you know i, I hate to say it that way and i am i am of the most of the most proud canadian you know but it's it's you know the silliness has to stop because it's a, it's just a, it's an absolute clown show right now and you know I, there's no point in pretending it's not it really is mm-hmm. the way it's been handled everyone well, just, agrees it's, on it's that what, it's what the passport represents right it's the division it's <clears throat> excuse me it's the family members I can't talk to anymore because I because I'm not vaccinated I don't have a passport mm-hmm. and to them it's like <clears throat> that matters beyond any any sort of memories and anything we've had bef- before this all came to fruition you know what i mean mm-hmm. the passport is god and it's just you know it's it's unfortunate but that's i don't know right yeah probably and- leave i mean we're we're, we're I don't know, what would you do enough what i would do what would you do <laughs> dude i've said the same i can't uh, i i got through this winter and before this winter i was able to go to alberta and i had one of the most enlightening present experiences uh, that I had in my life. I don't know. Like I just, uh, like it may, like it makes me want to, you know, tear yeah, up when I think about it. It was, there, it was so, there, it was so overwhelming and it just touched me so strongly. And it, that also fueled me, I think to get me to, to where I am now. And of course uh, I will also give kudos, uh, to the truckers. And I've realized that even with the passports being lifted, uh, that I have become institutionalized. Uh, to where there's uh, a social anxiety that I've even developed a little bit where I don't want to go to a restaurant and have them ask me for my paper still because it's like I just it hurts that's all the only way I can put it is that um, it hurts and I would most definitely look at leaving this country as well to uh, for my own mental wellness I, I just can't I can't endure it anymore and maybe I should just take this as a moment is for people that watch this podcast, maybe see me as being a stoic individual that don't catch my Facebook lives. I'm an emotional person. I feel it just like you do. And it's hard not to take it personally. It's designed to be personal, right? And I guess I'll, I'll ask you, Matt, what would you, what would you say to the person that owns a business right now that is thinking or is implementing this passport, even though it's no longer necessary to do so. Thank you for the customers. Yeah. Thank you for the customers. I mean, in, in all reality, I think enough people are, are kind of waking up to that. It didn't work, you know, and, and I've heard of, I've heard of a few restaurants perhaps already in the Valley that are still going to implement it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, what else do you need to know about a, about a, about a, you know, if you, if you're willing to segregate, I mean, it tells you everything you need to know about a human, right? All are welcome, baby. Right. All, all know, are like, welcome at the pub. You know, we're, we're, we're the place that like, 
you know, we we've even brought homeless people into the restaurants. We don't and we and we get ripped off every time. You know, <laughs> that's that's their big trick. Yeah, you know, they never seem to pay their bill. But um, uh, I would say, I, I hope that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. I hope that doesn't happen. And if it does, then then they just they have some soul searching and some and some you know some educating to do for themselves and perhaps just some catching up. People are becoming human again, which is, you know, like we I, I look in the other night. I'm like, well, you know, like, what is people? What are people doing? Like the RV world, you know, like it's up 600. percent People are trying to un- unhook from the matrix and go become one with with the world again, and explore, and you know, that's that's a journey we might we might check out. Right. Yeah, if I it, think it's definitely it had people again, think. I would, I would stand by my team as much as I say leaving the country might be the solution. I, I would stand by my fellow brother and sister until I couldn't. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, you put up the best effort you can. And that's what I did. I knew I don't have a lot keeping me here. Like yeah. I have family just like everybody else, but I'm not married. I don't have a dog, <laughs> yeah. all that kind of stuff. And I knew that these passports are going to be coming into play and my travel is going to be limited. And I guess I just thought it wasn't going to be that bad. And then, you know, it just kept on getting worse. It was just a nightmare. It moved moved quick. Yeah, it really did. And now to be where I am and to still not be able to find joy in some of the things that I used to do before, I really do feel robbed. I know that there's thoughts in my head that I, I never had before that were put there. Uh, and just through the repetitiveness of it all, whether you bought all the way in or you're kind of halfway out, it beats yeah. you over the head the exact same. I don't know how many more street signs I can drive by telling me to go get tested and to stay my <laughs> two meters apart. It's like this Blade Runner bullshit that I just can't handle anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And so I really hope that people do dig deep inside. It seems like everyone is worried about something else right now because the media has gone there. And hopefully everyone's learned their lesson. And like you said, if they can just be a little bit more present and be uh, a little bit more kind and put other people first, right? Like not necessarily having to be right and and letting other people see what they have to say. I truly believe that we're all shifting in that direction. And I, 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 I get joy from that. And for even for you, brother, you come down here, you know what I mean? Like, I know you're, you're not far from, from Pembroke. So come on down here, hang out, you know. Yeah. Babysit the kids for a night, you know what I mean? Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you go Come out, you go have a night at the pub yeah. and I'll take care of your kids. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, man. You know, it's, it's, I, I, there's, it's, it's amazing. It, it's so life-changing and I, I know we're kind of jumping topic here, but I, I went out, I went out for a snow, a snowmobile ride with a friend the other night and he was telling me he works at a, a large place that's here. Uh, if you're from the Valley, you'll know it's kind of one of those you know those one or two three spots you want to you really want to get in on the golden ticket job where you don't have to do much it pays a pile of money Mm -hmm. he was telling me that like you know they're in the lunchrooms and the one of the biggest topics that these middle-aged men are talking about is suicide wow you know people are people are you know they need people like us to help pull them out of that kind of stuff and and we are and we're doing it at record paces you know, people are finding light again and, and it's, yeah, that shocked me. That was, that was a bit of a shocker, you know, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> you know, let that be the power to drive you to, you know, and myself and, and, and like-minded folk like us 
to be sensitive to people once they realize maybe they, there's a bit of duping going on. You know what I mean? Right. I think that's a good close right there, brother. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you very much uh, for your time. If you want people to find you online, how can they do so? I'm sure I'm sure someone's going to want to buy I'm you a beer. Getting rid of every social platform for my mental health. Right. Don't come looking for me on the internet. Yeah. Send me a telegraph. Yeah. <laughs> if, you know, if you know me and you care that much, you'll find a way to get a hold of me. All right, now, come visit us at the pub house. Um, like I said, we're we're always we're always around. We're always willing to come out the table, shoot the shit with you. You know, within reason of how close we can be. Right. But, uh, yeah, we just love people, and we're we're excited to just have conversations again. And you know, the same thing as this with this happening right now. I'm 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 sure there are going to be some some far some far rights and some far left talks, but uh, right. People being, you know, humans are just humans and people are learning how to be human again. And I'm excited about it. Right. If anything, maybe we're learning how to have conversations again. You only get better through repetition. The first round wasn't that good, but hopefully we will improve over time. So thank you, Matt, uh, for jumping on the program. Hey, no problem. Want to give a big shout out to my sponsors where uh, my sponsor as well, Gallant Media. Let's just fucking do that all over again. (laughs) How's he doing? He's doing He's doing very well. Thank you. Let me get back to my shit. Hold on. (laughs) <laughs> and big shout out to my my title sponsor glant media uh, right there actually in pembroke in the valley doing your graph design print materials websites all that good stuff yes uh, did your hoodie well we'll say he did for this well what the again. fuck i gotta do this all over again why do you keep on fucking with me right here you son of a bitch hold on fuck <laughs> god damn it <laughs> It went too good in the beginning. It is. You're like, you just want to make sure this tanks at the end. I must destroy everything I love. Um, Okay. So, and a big shout out to my title sponsor, Glant Media, for your websites, graphic design, print materials, and more. Also, uh, the sponsor of Showcase in Petawawa, which is happening for the first time in two years. That's going to be the final weekend of April, and we can't wait to host you. Upwards of 10,000 people through the door. So if you have a passion a product or a profession that you would like to get people peeping on, uh, make sure that you download the vendor package at showcaseinpetawawa.ca. Thanks once again for having it locked to the Launchpad podcast. You take care, be well, and love simply because you can.